Welcome to Words, Wobbles and Wisdom, an honest and fun body positive podcast by me, Anne-Marie Miles. Are you struggling with your weight? Do you wish that you didn't think about food so often? Are there days when you'd wrestle a toasted sandwich off an alligator? Well then, this might just be the podcast for you. I share my story, a lifelong battle with weight, food and mental health struggles. I share it alongside some of my writing on the subject and some of the wisdom I've gleaned from my life as a Christian. So join me for this week's episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. Well, hello there and welcome to this week's episode of Words, Wobbles and Wisdom. So lovely to have you back with me again this week. Did you listen to last week's? I wasn't very good at advertising it as I was away. Last week's episode was recorded in Indiana, in the United States of America, talking to my cornea donor's mom and just listening to the story of my cornea transplant and the events surrounding it from her side of the story. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, do go back at some stage and have a listen. And at the end of that episode, I did promise that this week we would be back to normal and back uh, normal service would be resumed. That's not quite the situation as I am still away. Yes, gallivanting all over the place I am. I am in Ireland and I have come home to Ireland to celebrate my 50th birthday. Yes, oh my goodness, changing over to a new decade and I am here to spend time with my family and Richard is here with me as well and we're going to have a bit of a shindig and I'm going to get together with some people and we're just going to celebrate and it's a good excuse, isn't it, to have a bit of a party. We don't need much of an excuse in our family to have a party, but we are going to have one anyway. Um, so what I thought I would do is um, do a little exercise. Now, not a physical exercise, I mean, come on, um, but a little uh, maybe mental exercise. So what I'm going to do is tell you how I feel about turning 50. But I'm going to tell you twice. <laughs> you know me, I love to repeat myself. And both of the things that I tell you are going to be true. Okay, both versions of this are going to be true. And you'll understand why I'm doing it when I come to the end, but just bear with me. So this week I turn 50. And to be honest with you, I'm a bit frustrated because I just thought I would have lost more weight by now. I started this uh, weight loss project, a serious weight loss project in 2017. And I was doing so well and I kind of stalled. I lost almost six stone and I've stalled. And actually during lockdown and <laughs> during my time in America, I've put on weight and it's frustrating. It really is frustrating. I thought I would be a lot further down the road of weight loss by now. So that's it's kind of annoying me that I haven't done better. I had visions of me getting to my 50th birthday and being in a a really slim fitting dress or suit and what I was going to wear and what way my hair was going to be and all of that type of stuff. And it just hasn't happened the way I had hoped it would happen. And I am a little bit frustrated that I haven't beaten the weight thing and that I'm still wrestling with it. Although why I'm surprised I'm still wrestling with it, I don't know, because, you know, I've, I've said before in the podcast, haven't I? You know, it's a it's a lifelong thing. It's something I know I'll always battle with. But I just thought I would be a bit further down the road by now. 
and physically as well. Like I have been running in the past and at the moment I'm not running at all, which is annoying. I've had a few falls, which has kind of set me back. And every time I fall, obviously I need to take a bit of time to rest and recover and of course, what happens then is once you get out of the habit of running and even walking regularly, it's very hard to get back into it. And it's hard to build back up that kind of fitness level, even though my fitness level in the great scheme of things wouldn't have been very high. My fitness level was on a trajectory of improvement. And I feel I've gone backwards a little bit. So I'm 50 years old this week and spiritually, I still feel like I'm a novice. I feel that I don't read the Bible as much as I should. I don't know the Bible as much as I should. I feel that there are so many spiritual things that trip me up and confuse me and, and halt me. And Sometimes I feel, gosh, am I getting anywhere at all? I was 22, 23 when I first really started to take Christianity seriously and really felt that God was speaking into my life and really realised that he wanted me to respond to him. So that's, what, 26, 27 years ago? And oh, sometimes I feel like I'm still in baby steps, and that's frustrating. At 50 years of age, working for myself and only working 10 to 12 hours a week, it's not exactly bringing in the Benjamins. It's not bringing in loads and loads and loads of money. I've never earned very much. I've never, I've always been at the kind of lower end of the pay scale. I've, I've always been on a lower pay grade. And I suppose my last job was one where I would have had the potential or maybe the opportunity to move up the scale. But it was not the type of work that I was able to do long term. And I lasted in that job, what, four or five years. And then I literally tumbled out of that job in a haze of stress, depression, anxiety, whatever. And now I work for myself, but I only work a few hours a week because I'm only able to work a few hours a week. So what am I, 15 years before retirement, 20 maybe, depending on the way retirement things will go. I don't know what's going to happen. I trust God for the future, but I'm not really in a what I would consider a solid financial position for the future. Not the way other people, certainly in my age group, would be at this stage. And Rich and I have never been great savers. We're, we're great spenders. Oh, we oh we can spend like the best of them. But we've never been great savers. So we don't have, like we've got a little bit of savings, but we don't have a, a huge pot of money. We don't own our own home. We're very blessed to have a home provided for us by Richard's job. But I mean, if something happened to Richard or, or something happened that he couldn't do that job anymore, they wouldn't kick us out. But eventually we would have to move out of that flat because that flat is, goes with the job. So as far as kind of financial security goes, we don't really have a lot to lean on. So really, we are completely reliant on God. And that's no bad thing, is it? So in conclusion, as I think about myself turning 50, I look at my physical health, my mental health, my spiritual health. I look at my finances. I look at my professional development. And I think to myself, wow, it's probably a bit late to soar <laughs> in those departments so what happens now? Where do we go from here? And this week I turned 50. And what have I got to show for it? Is my question. So all of that was true. There was no exaggeration in that. Every single word of that was absolutely, honestly, the case at the moment. Now I'm going to tell you the story again. 
And I promise you that this version of the story, every single word of it will be true, will be just as true as the first version. All right. This week, I turn 50. In 2012, which is 10 years ago, I was almost 24 stone. I haven't weighed since I came home from America, but I reckon I'm probably only between four and five stone away from that. (laughs) Because, oh baby, did I eat myself ragged in America, but I had such a fantastic time and I enjoyed everything that I ate. And bottom line is, I am at least four, if not four and a half, if not five, depending on what the scales will say. I'm afraid to stand on it, but I am at least four stone lighter than I was 10 years ago. And yes, I have been down more than that, nearly two stone more than that. But at the moment, I am four stone lighter than I was 10 years ago. And I am delighted with that. I wish I was running more. I would love to be running more. I want to run more. I want to get back into that regular walking and running. But I can tell you one thing. I can climb stairs now better than I could probably in my 20s, definitely in my 30s. I am going to be a 50-year-old who climbs the stairs quicker than I did when I was in my 30s. I can feel that there is strength in my legs from all the walking that I've done over the last few years. And I can feel that even though sometimes I don't want to drag myself out, that I know all it will take is for me to start getting out there and start moving again. And bit by bit, I will build up that physical strength and that speed that I had. But either way, I know I am stronger than I was 20 years ago. At the moment, I'm on antidepressants and they are so helpful. They help me to lift my head above the situation and see around me. And yes, I wish I didn't need them, but I do know that they are helping me and I'm probably going to be on them long term. But what they do is they raise my outlook on the world. They give me the ability to see beyond the things that I find difficult. And mentally, I am in a pretty good place at the moment. I know I suffer from anxiety, but I'm aware of it. And when I sense it coming, I can say to myself or Richard or whoever's around me, I can say, listen, this is difficult for me. I'm having a bit of a difficult time. Just let me stop. Let me take a breather. Let me take a break. Uh, I can, you know, I reschedule things. I used to be afraid to reschedule things, but now I say, listen, I'm going to cancel that. If a phone call comes in from somebody and I just don't feel I'm able to have the conversation with somebody, I won't answer the phone. And then more often than not, I'll send a quick message and say, listen, sorry about that. I will ring you back. But I have put things in place that protect my mental health. And that is working for me at the moment. I wish I didn't need to, but I do need to and I'm doing it and it's really helping. Spiritually, Well, I just find that my prayer life is, I'm not sure how to describe it. It's constant. I am constantly talking to God all the time. I'm all the time having discussions with him, seeking him out about the smallest things, about the things I find difficult just bringing him into everyday decisions that I just don't know how to make on my own. Some of them very, very simple. But I find that my faith has been strengthened by struggling with mental health. 
there are things I chip over. There are things that I struggle with. There are things that I question all the time. But I know I am loved. I know I have a saviour who died for me. And I know that every time I mess up, I can go to him and find forgiveness. And I don't have to hide. I can just go to him and he'll receive me. So I don't know if I've grown or not, but I do know that I'm in a good place. And and I would love to read my, I want to read my Bible more. I need to read my Bible more. But until I'm in a place where reading is easy again, which it hasn't been, I find reading quite difficult. Until I'm in that place, God has grace for me and acceptance for me. And I don't have to hide from him just because I'm not ticking all the boxes. And I keep praying and asking him to help me to read his word more and to love his word more. And in the meantime, he loves me. I work for myself. I am self-employed. I work from home. I work the hours that suit me. I have lovely clients who I help with their social media. And then I have kind of ad hoc work that I do here, there and everywhere. An hour here, an hour there, helping people with their social media or their technology. I'm working the hours that fit in with my health, both mental and physical. I work at home, so I don't, I've no uh, commute. And I also don't have the stress of dealing with targets and dealing with just pressure that I did with the last couple of jobs that I had. I found them very, very pressured. And that's more to do with me, I would imagine, and my inability to deal with that pressure. But I love working for myself and I love working from home. And in fact, like 10 years ago, I was praying that God would allow me to work from home. I didn't realise I'd end up working for myself. But I love working for myself. I love being my own boss. I love choosing my own hours. And I love doing the work that I do, helping people with their social media. I absolutely love my work. As far as money goes, it is amazing how God has provided for us. Neither myself nor Richard have ever been high earners. But we have seen God provide our needs all the way through. We've been provided with a home uh, that comes with Richard's job. And we know that uh, the church are so supportive of us. And we are blessed with family on both sides who are generous and love us and help us whenever we need help. And I know many, many people who don't have what we have. And I just am so grateful for how even though our income is low, our outgoing is also relatively low. So we are able to manage our money. And if ever we need help, we can get help. It's always there for us. In conclusion, this week I turn 50. I have everything that I need. I have hope for the future. I have a husband who loves me. And I have a positive outlook on what I have and what I can have in the future. And I am so excited about the next decade of my life. So there you go. 
two stories, both of them true. And really what I'm trying to highlight today is we can look at how our day has been or how our week has gone or how our life is going. And we can tell ourselves different versions of the same story. We can look at all the things that we don't have, look at all the things that we wish we had, look at all the things that we haven't achieved, and we can tell ourselves that story. Or we can look at what we have and what we have the potential to do and have and all that we have achieved, and we can tell ourselves that story. We actually can decide which version of the story that we tell ourselves. Neither of the stories I told you were untrue. Everything about both of those stories was true. It, it's all about how we look at what's happening. And I want to have a positive outlook on the next decade of my life. I want to have a positive outlook on the next phase of whatever it is that God is doing in me. And I would encourage you to do the same. If you're unhappy about your life, just think about all the good stuff. Decide that you're going to tell yourself, not lies, that you're not going to make stuff up or paint stuff brighter than it is. But you're going to look at your life and say, these are the good things. These are the things I have. These are the things I love. And these are the things that I am going to focus on. And I'm going to tell myself the positive story of my life. And I really hope that it works for you. I really, really hope that you can see the bright side of any situation that you find yourself in. In the meantime, I need to go and prepare myself to celebrate my 50th birthday. There's no what is that about this week, but I have something even better. I'm going to leave you with Frankie and I'll see you and you'll hear me next week. I'll be older and wiser by then. Bye bye. I can't believe you're nearly 50. You don't have a day and over 21. This one's for you, Amo. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hip hip.